Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 597. Bro, do you even floss? Part one, by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, welcome to a Tuesday or Halloween Eve edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Oh, and to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'm gonna read the first half today and then finish up the rest for you tomorrow. So without further ado, let's jump right into part one and start optimizing your life. Bro, do you even floss? Part one by Nagar Fanuni of nagharfanuni.com. Earlier this summer, I went to a new dentist, a Persian dentist. Not that his ethnicity really matters in this context, but I suppose some part of me has been craving more interaction with my culture. Maybe I just wanted someone to speak Farsi with, or maybe I've just been brainwashed my entire life to believe that the best dentists are Persian. Who knows? Anyway, per usual, the dentist floss shamed me. Listen, you know what I'm talking about. We all belong to one of the following groups. Group one, the staggering 20% of people who actually floss twice daily, studies of course vary on this statistic, or group two, the rest of us who lie to our dentist about flossing regularly. If you're part of group number two, you've probably been floss-shamed. Furthermore, even if you do lie, it never works. They know. They can tell. Personally, I've never been a daily flosser. I'm not ashamed to admit it, especially since I know 80% of you feel me on this. I'm one of those people with teeth you love to hate because I've just gotten lucky. I could say it's genetics, but the truth is, both my parents have had an enormous amount of dental trouble. And while I was not a daily flosser prior to this dentist visit, I did brush my teeth thoroughly and twice daily, always after coffee or wine. I don't smoke. I religiously wear my night guard since I grind my teeth at night. And in my 33 years, I've only had one cavity. And that one cavity did not show up until I was 23. Go ahead, hate me. My teeth aren't perfect by any means. There has been a bit of damage from years of grinding without knowing it. I have a little chip on one of my front teeth the result of a retail mishap when I worked at Macy's as a teenager. Don't ask. The little gap between my two front teeth has seen better days. My overbite has, thankfully, halted its movement and is at an acceptable place. But to be honest with you, I kind of liked how imperfect they are. They have character. When I was a kid, however, I wanted braces so bad. 
I probably could have benefited from them, but not enough for my dad to justify the cost. For some reason, I have yet to understand myself, I thought braces and retainers were so cool. I used to uncoil paper clips and fit them to my teeth as fake retainers. I was a weird kid. Anyway, flossing. So this guy, this really talented, highly recommended Persian dentist, he floss shamed the out of me. First, he looks at my mouth and says, what beautiful teeth. And I'm like, yeah, for real, my teeth are the best. And not even two minutes later, he's scolding me for not flossing. Well, I floss in intervals, I joke, referring to the fact that I forgot to floss for several days and then feel really great about myself and super accomplished on the one day I remember. Whew, I flossed. Check that off the list until next week. He doesn't think I'm funny. I laugh nervously. What is it about sitting in that chair that always makes you feel like you're in trouble? Is dental guilt a thing? Because if it isn't, I think we need to make it a thing. You have cavities forming everywhere he says, as he shows me the x-rays on his laptop. It turns out that everywhere is just three spots, but he likes to be dramatic, I'm guessing. Scare tactics and such. He tells me he can let me slide this time, but that if I don't start flossing regularly, I'm going to be in big trouble. He even goes as far as to say, I can stop brushing my teeth altogether and just floss, and I'd be doing myself a favor. Well, I get the sentiment but I really don't want to think about the state of my marriage should I suddenly stop brushing my teeth altogether. So he convinces me to buy this high-tech electric toothbrush from him, which I am kind of in love with, actually, and sends me off with a huge bag containing the toothbrush, extra brush heads, mouthwash, toothpaste, and various accoutrements. Curiously, no floss. I stop at Whole Foods on my way home from the dentist and pick up floss. All we've got at home are those dental picks, which apparently are the second-rate tool of the flossing world. They're like the Atlantic City of flossing. Good enough if that's all you've got, but not as good as Vegas and everybody knows it. So I get real floss. And three packs, no less, so I can stash them everywhere. I'm like a magician when it comes to things I pull out of my purse. Oh, you need a Band-Aid? A baby wipe? I got you. That evening, I was absolutely delighted to use my new high-tech toothbrush. It lights up green to tell you when your 30 seconds have elapsed so you can move to a new section. Red lights tell you you're brushing too hard. It even has Bluetooth capability, although I'm not quite sure what for. I get excited about stuff like this. When I buy a new pair of leggings, I can't wait to go to the gym. If I get a new cast iron skillet, cooking becomes even more exciting than usual. Fresh lint rollers mean I'm running around the house happily ridding the furniture of dog hair. You get the idea. It's not so much that I like stuff as I like what the stuff allows me to do. This new toothbrush got me pumped about dental care. So I brushed 30 seconds in each quadrant, rinsed, and then I flossed. The next day, I did the same thing, morning and evening. I ate some grapefruit slices on the beach and pulled out my floss pack right there on the sand. No shame in my floss game. I've subsequently continued this regimen for the last two months, and it is officially the longest I've ever committed to a flossing routine. I feel accomplished, motivated, and pretty proud of myself. I can't stop looking at my teeth. When I go back to the dentist in December to get my next cleaning, I have every intention of sitting in that chair without being scolded. I imagine myself beaming and saying, I flossed every single day, thank you very much. So far, the habit feels like it's catching on. Sources differ on how long it takes a habit to truly stick, but I'd say two months is pretty solid. Flossing is part of my routine now. It's non-negotiable. 
What I want to share with you isn't actually my thoughts on dental hygiene, although I do think you should floss every day as well. Obviously, I'm a convert now. What I really want to talk about is the art of forming habits. There are a few key reasons why I was able to commit to this new habit and some specific mindset strategies that will help me continue to sustain it. Hear those on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Bro, Do You Even Floss? by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil again here. Sometimes it does take a good scolding for us to kind of wake up and want to change our habits. But other times, that scolding may land at the moment But as soon as you get home, you're kind of angry. You're kind of mad that they yelled at you. And you know what? Just to spite them, I'm not going to change my behavior. Now, the wake-up call worked for Ms. Fanuni, obviously. But for others, depending on how that message was received, it can actually lead to more resistance and some defensiveness. What we're learning from research is that a well-balanced message tends to get people to want to change their behavior. So a more even-handed message may be something like, Well, your teeth are in good shape right now, but it might be a good idea to consider flossing really soon because that will lower your risk for dot, dot, dot. But again, sometimes fear and scolding work. Other times, a more even-handed message may be the trick. But tomorrow, we'll find out about what Ms. Fanuni found to be really helpful when it came to forming her new habit. So that's it for today. I thank you as always for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll be back here tomorrow on Halloween, where your optimal life awaits.